Welcome back for a special episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, on my first album, JLE Experience. Unmusing copyright, don't mute on Facebook. Got another great guest for you in this season 12, fellow Wayne State University alum, Warrior Strong out here. Have writer, hybrid athlete, um, founder and CSO of Biotech Management Holdings Corp. I'm saying it right, Andre Milas. Mellis, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks for inviting me. This is fun. Yeah, I appreciate you for doing it. Yeah. So, first question, what led you to this path? Um, so I've always been interested in fitness, and um, the peptides have always been a staple of the fitness community, going mm-hmm. back as far as I can remember. So... Most recently, uh, probably in the beginning of spring of last year, I listened to, ironically enough, or coincidentally enough, another podcast, which kind of drummed it up the interest in me, uh, seeing the popularity growing with GLP-1 agonist, like semelaglutide and terzepatide. So I would say last June, I began... Uh, working on it as a venture. Okay. So what is biotech? Uh, Biotechnology is just, um, as I mentioned earlier, it's just, uh, it would be a holding company with various subsidiaries under it. Okay. So what what does the biotech do? Like what what would be y'all, what would you be known for? Uh, peptide research and development, and there's okay. probably a, a few arms of that that could be um, built out. I know your LinkedIn, I saw in your about, you referenced biochemistry and artificial intelligence connected. Yeah, yeah. So, like AlphaFold, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is really interesting because you can look at protein sequencing. So I believe that there is a lot of room there for discovery and experimentation. And I've just been doing a lot of research on it. So I'm just looking to um, move forward with it. Um, To be fair and transparent, the FDA uh, enacted some um, a ruling, I want to say in October. So that kind of... uh, what I what I was originally planning on kind of stalled out in that regard, but since then I've uh, I've still continued doing the research and and moving forward with it. Okay. It just won't look like what it looked like back then. So you doing no, no Terminator and Skynet stuff? <laughs> What's what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see artificial intelligence. I think Skynet. Like what we trying to do here? No, artificial artificial intelligence is really just a transformer and a large language model in a neural net or artificial neural net. It's just a lot of compute. Okay. So I saw that you got your degree at Austin Wayne State University, not a famous plug, in psychology. I move over to all this biochemistry stuff. It's pretty neat. Oh, because I've always been athletic, and I've always been interested in science and research. Okay. Did you play any sports at Wayne? I played rugby, I think. 
not I think, but it was a short season. Played some rugby at Wayne State. I didn't know we had a team. Yeah. And I was a custodian for 20 years getting my degree. I had to clean math that. What are you talking about rugby? I never seen y'all over there. Okay, how was that? Yeah, I've seen movies and TV shows. How different is that from football? In my opinion, it's the best sport. I know that's not going to win any any high fives or anything. It's just, I'm trying to recall the person that came up with it. I think he may have been Canadian. Okay. Uh, it's just a good team sport. I think it's a bit rough. I think people have the wrong idea that you get hurt. But I always found that it had a lot of camaraderie in it. Okay. I see your picture. You see, you definitely looking like He-Man. You know, you're saying it's yeah. Yeah, well. I was a little tired today. I ran uh, nine miles yesterday. Today I was kind of. Oh, like, are you a little tired. Just nine miles. What's your average, 30? <laughs> I'm working on it. I, I would like to get a. Uh, the next one is 50 miles, but I'm a bit wow. I'm heavier. I'm like 250 pounds, so okay, it's kind of awesome, hard bro. to move that weight around. <laughs> yeah, I'm working to get mine down. Yep. Just walk, jog, run, whatever. Just move. Yeah. I do my recent guest has some um, martial arts spot, so definitely going oh, to Oh yeah, what kind? Um, dang. Did you say he said his the ass was the Bruce Lee stuff, but it's not. I've got the exact the exact word of what his martial arts is. Because I know you teach elementary and adult. Shout out to Thomas Ham. Just long. But he's out in Oak Park. Okay. So you look you look you go to his website, um, UAM Yep. Uaopark.com. Uh check it I'm out. So I'm like, because I met him at when I had to go either lease my truck or buy it and went to Sierra, took care of them. I heard him say he has a martial arts phone, like, real life? Really? <laughs> oh, maybe it's Wing, show, is, is it Wing Chun Do? <laughs> no, nah, he's saying his stuff is it's not that advanced what he does. It's more, oh, okay. Maybe it's it, like... It come up more like you might see on TV shows, how they teach karate to kids. Oh, okay. So Taekwondo, karate. maybe? Yeah, something like that, I believe. I'm like, hey, I need to learn, man. You know, just one move, yeah. back yeah. up. Yeah. You know? That's I'm trying to hurt nobody, but just get that one move on them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so how was your experience at Wayne State? I liked Wayne State. I liked it. It was uh, – I did the satellite office out here on 12 Mile. Ah, I used to love that spot. Yeah, and then I t- also took some other classes downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, walking in February was a bit intense. That long walk where you like walk up and like to like you walk across and then up, the uh, the wind was was. Uh, Ah, you talking about the Gullah Mall? I don't know. It was just wherever the parking structure is, and then you walk across and something about it, the way the wind blows, it catches a lot of wind. Oh, if you if you're between. Like if you over there near the law building, and as you got the law building, you got dang, what is that damn fancy building? I can't think of the name of that fancy building. They have all the parties at McGregor. Mm-hmm. You get education, then you looking at student center. It's like God just say, yeah, right. It just the whole little stretch, yeah. like yeah. 
I remember the walk. The walk was brisk. It was a brisk walk. And you trying to get into a building. Yeah. Let's go. Winter walks. Yeah, them, hey, them days at Wayne, like, then walking to State Hall, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only 10 degrees. No, it's negative 10 out here. Like, Jeff, Right. I just walked campus, man. Trust <laughs> me, it's negative 10 out here. Yeah. Just to get to this class. Great times yeah. at Wayne. So, now with your company, you say just a holding company, do you have one that you want to make profit off of or – do you do that with the holding company itself? Uh, I mean, there would be, there would be a way. It, it, to to be perfectly honest with you, it, it's there's a number of different ways that it would work. Uh, but personally, right now, what I've been focused on more is the research side okay. of it and trying to figure out uh, the different how to differentiate, right. Okay. So now, how do you go there about were it? there were many ways to um, to sell peptides and to bring peptides in, um, but again, with the FDA ban, that made it a bit fuzzy. So mm-hmm. mo- lately, I've just been focusing on looking at newer peptides and novel peptides and novel peptide research, as opposed to uh, that's just. Probably in the last month, that's what I've been focused on much more than previously what I had been working on. Okay. Now, how do you go about research? Someone that might want to research some stuff they got going on. What's the process? Um, I like to use Olama. Because okay. they have a lot, they have, they have all the models available. So I would use, I usually just lean that, perhaps that would be the AI part where it helps with my research and learning. Okay. I just lean on it. And in in the research, what are you looking to learn that you're going to be taking notes for information of? Well, I'm just trying to come up with novel peptides. So I'm but but, you know, it's a lot to learn. So I like to I I like to kind of have like a good idea of everything before I say anything. The holding company, largely in part with the. Uh, tech consultant I was working with, we stopped working together in November. So things kind of went sideways a little bit. But despite all that, I've still been pretty headstrong on the research part of it, Okay, which is really what I love more than anything anyways. So (laughs) now is it money in research? I don't know. I think there's a lot of money in research. Okay. Yeah. Will you have to get grants for it or? Vester might want you to research this for them. Yeah, I don't. I, I I really don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. So I know at Wayne State, the um, yeah, I forgot that person before they transferred the time was sec for A B. I know they had a lot of research assistants. Really? Maybe I should look into that then, because it's um, yeah, I've just been doing research on it, coming up with different ideas. I'm sure that there would probably be, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, there, there's a couple ideas I've came up with, but I'm just starting again. When I prefaced our call, it's just pretty early development stage, okay. so uh, I'm not being evasive or reticent. It's just a matter of of building of building it out to where it's fully formed, and then perhaps I, think I would. It's a be, huh? I think they're called a Miracorp or a Job Corp or something. 
Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, different aspects, they work with the police department and other stuff. And when they say there's research assistant, I'm like, okay, well, what does the research do? What's the pay looking like? And they're like, I'm making like 55000 like, research? That's some nice bread. What, what you doing? I think I did re- I did do a re- I did a couple pilot studies at Wayne State. That was okay. fun. They put you in the magnetron or whatever that thing's called. Man, when I took <laughs> intro to psychology back in summer 03, teacher blew my mind because he was like trying to recruit everybody to come to that field. So they start telling us like, you know, we do research on all types of drugs. I'm like, what the guy going with this? You know, like, what drugs you talking about, man? Like, you know, we had people smoke weed. Cocaine, like we're a dope dealer. Wait a minute, I thought we was even like chat. Like, man, you just said what a dope dealer says. Please explain <laughs> to me that we're not a dope dealer. Well, it's research, so so we we giving people drugs. We call it research. That's a new term for this now. You know, you you taking it wrong. Like, I mean, talking like I'm too. You just said we got people on campus. We giving weed and coke and everything too, and we wow. studying the effects like. Oh, that's a funny anecdote. Wow. You know Red Bull, the energy drink? Yeah. That started, uh, that became popular on college campuses. Man, I the used founder to of Red Bull went to Thailand and was a toothpaste salesman. And wow. he drank Red Bull and loved it and bought the rights to it and went back to Germany and then began offering it to uh, the college campuses. And it just happened to mix really well with vodka and the rest is just <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I, I never heard of that before. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a really great story. Wow. It's a phenomenal, really. I think they called it the Jaeger, but I think they put Red Bull with that drink. That yeah, it just it, it mixes well with a lot of uh, glural. Acid, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Glural acetone. No, not acetone. Gotcha. There is one particular, one unique uh, ingredient in it. So when I was studying that way and I was working midnights, mm-hmm. I got to stay up 10 to 6 in the morning. Get this Red Bull. Man, you you drink that thing. Like, you honking up like the gold. Clean up this <laughs> building. And about 3 o'clock, bro, like. Yeah. What the hell going on? Man, you crashing like crashing like what? Like, look what's on the back of the jump. Oh, there's a lot of stuff in here. Like, yeah, like yeah, I can't drink this every night. Yeah, <laughs> it, it felt bad. Like I smoked weed back then. Like I never had this problem drinking smoking weed. What is in this thing? Right. That crash was. What great. were you? Uh, what was that you were saying about the research thing? Well, I know the people over there. They will have research assistants to do certain research stuff. One did like crime stats for. Police department. Mm. I think one did nothing for development or some, and a lot of they pay range from at least fifty, maybe forty five to like seventy thousand. I'm like, research assistant making that type of money. Mm-hmm. I I, I, I want to research something. I, I like money. <laughs> <laughs> I like office. Yeah. You know they pay for color. That's what I'm doing this cleaning thing. But I like that bread. Mm-hmm. So it always fascinates like people say the research. Okay. Do company? I know you read about grants, but do yeah. You do know what? I tried doing that. You this amount to research something. I also did look into that, but that didn't that didn't uh, that sputtered out a bit too. Um, yeah, with my projects, it's a bit hard because one person can only do so much. So without the mm-hmm. collaboration, it's kind of just 
You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. uh, fully formed. Yeah, you might have stuff you need to do. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it all at once. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it. There's certain inherent limitations to how much you could do. You know, you can go fast, but it t- it's it's much easier if you get a team or a group together to build as opposed to a singular uh, project. Mm-hmm. Now, I see you on your appreciate the follow on Twitter that you got a writer on there. You write a, wrote a book. Or- oh, I've got so much written. Okay. Oh, wow. nice. Tons of stuff written. I've just never published it. Oh, I've tried on. a few times. <laughs> There's just a but I equally have a bunch of so like I've been doing the morning journal, diary, journaling, whatever okay. free writing, whatever you want to call it. It's irrelevant. Uh when I wake up, I wake up, I drink coffee, and I usually do some uh period of writing. And I find that it's very helpful. I've been doing that for years now. I started doing that with the journal app on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I just said, man, for like 8 o'clock to write down whatever. That's probably where the bulk of my writing is. And most recently, I I got a software Scrivener. And I've been trying to t- take a more professional approach to it. But um, even that's a bit back and forth. I could. It goes without saying, but you could always do better. Right, you could always do everything better. So it's just a bit of a learning curve. Yeah, but it sounds different like ideas, different projects. Some of them are good. Some of you know, like you know, sometimes I feel good about it. Other times I question it, and just back and forth. You know, a lot of back and forth. I mean, but, you might have a book over there, man. Let's put it all together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's probably a whole series of books once I put it together. But for now, it's just development. Just developing them out. The different ideas. Okay. Different ideas. And then when I'm when I feel satisfied with where it's at, when I really sit down and buckle my seatbelt and get it done, then it, I let me make the distinction between it's not about it being perfect, but I do want it to be good enough. Like I, I want you. to feel good about it as opposed to, you know. I released two albums and there's at least one song on each where at the time I like it, but leave it. And I listen to it now, like maybe I should have kept that song off the album. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, <laughs> but like, yeah. But I see it might have a star bass or somebody feeling it. So Right. It yeah, it. right. Isn't that isn't that yeah. isn't that the uh the thing? Somebody will yeah. always like it. Someone will always hate it, no matter what like, you do. Yeah, like, so. At the time, it seemed like a dope idea. But like, literally right now, like, yeah. don't give me like, yeah. Like, <laughs> what uh, What are you referring to? What type of music uh, specifically? Um, The first album, it was the song Vacation. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, the first album was Jelly Experience. And took took the, took the wife on vacation. I would try to talk from a mere perspective. Second album, JLE World. It's they renewing their vows, so it's called Can You Feel Me? Got ocean birds. It sounds right. sexy, really dope. But when I listen to it now, like hmm. people like it. See, got stars back. Yeah. Where is it on uh, SoundCloud? Uh, you can find my music. YouTube everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'll have to check it out. I tried doing a little uh, uh, prior to our call. I tried looking, um, just finding out more info about you because sometimes people reach out to me and I don't know what's going on. And I just usually say yes, just for the spontaneity of it. But I did see that you released some books, the music yeah. book. So I yeah, take I it. Two, I take it. Books. Yeah. The uh, the majority of the background is in music. Yeah, I, I was a musician first. That started. What kind? Um, Rudy R.B. by like everything. So it'd be a gumbo. You might hear some rock, reggae, uh -huh. jazz, all that up in there. Mm -hmm. I didn't like classical for a while, but when I was at Wayne State Choir for a minute, they taught me that you will hear classical in all music. So I'm like, you're lying. Really? Well, who's your favorite artist? Brian McKnight. Go listen to it and really listen. You're going to hear classical. Like, you're lying. I'm about to do it right now. Hey, what I've really been getting into lately is Baruch. Okay. I don't know why. It's just well, probably within the last six months, I've really been finding it uh, to be a good way to change my mood. Now, I noticed when I had a world appreciation music class, and that was one of the dopest class ever. We the, we really had to listen to music. So it was like, I'm listening to Tupac, Dear Mama for homework. This is dope. But then they had an Indian folk artist. I'm like, Indian folk artist? That does like country stuff. And it was dope. Yeah. So we come back, there was a jazz artist from another coach. I'm like, jazz? They like jazz? <laughs> and the thought was, you come back, like, okay, what did you think? I'm like, dude, did you make this stuff up with these real artists? Like, all these real people. See how in America we have folders where we just assume, oh, this is for these people. This is for these people. Yeah, right. Music is just universal. Music is the universal language. And it was mind-blowing to hear genres we have here from different cultures doing it and sounding dope doing it. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, you got to delete what you've been learning here because we seem to be separated. <laughs> like, it's okay if an uh, Asian person is playing hip-hop. It sounds dope. Yeah. You know? And I ain't going to lie. Teach us what that dude used to blow a, a blood or two. He just had that vibe. Cool as hell. He just had that vibe, though, man. <laughs> I remember I had a teach for music theory. He was a drummer. I know that dude smokes weed. His oh, whole yeah. vibe. Like, I don't smell it on you, but your whole vibe, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was one that used to do it all the time. I know when you're around it. Like, yeah. And this whole talks pattern. I've been in class trying not to laugh. Like, it's too high right now, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Taught me a lot, though. Yeah. Like, you cook and play. Now, I saw on Twitter you say you're a hybrid athlete. What a hybrid part to be. Um, great question. Just because of the strength training and then also the endurance racing. Now what's endurance racing? The long, the mileage. Okay. Because I did 50 K, uh, 50 K 50 kilometers, which is a little, little, like a, just a hair past 31 miles. Okay. So that's, you know, I prefer exclusively to run in the woods because being heavier set i find that when i run on concrete i won't feel it but after a week or two my joints will ache oh. and that's just from being big 
I heard somebody say if you're over 200 pounds, not to jog on concrete. And I remember hearing it and I did it anyway. And then I actually realized that it was correct because the concrete doesn't forgive, right? You jog on nah, it nah, and nah. It, the <laughs> shock waves like go back in your bones. It just doesn't feel so good. Yeah, I feel like all that weight coming down. On Plus, I like hills because they're like, you know what I mean? They're like winding. It's never it's just to go flat nonstop. I don't know. It, uh, I like the, I like the change of the terrain, but hybrid athlete in, in essence is just, you do strength and then you also do cardio. Now, what type of strength training you do? I did strongman competitions and oh, powerlifting wow. competition. And I, I haven't done a bodybuilding show, but I looked like one for many years. Okay. So what's the, what's the most you did with strongman? 500? More. Wow. I, I got 455 on the bench and nice. then six, but this was only with two months of training. So I'm sure with like proper diet, no stress, one year, who knows? It would, it would be a lot. And you ain't <laughs> play football for Wayne, man? Huh? You ain't play on the football team in Wayne? No. No, no, man. We probably could have used some of that. <laughs> yeah. Get to the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now they got decent teams now compared to before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this would have been roughly a decade ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had I know I dropped out for a minute in 08 and I started back in 13 and just switched from music to management and finished out doing COVID in August 2020. Ruined my little party dreams I had. It's gonna mm -hmm. be they say lit now. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Don Perrion is going to be flowing. There you uh, go. Can't even hang out with nobody. Okay. Maybe do it one day later. All right. Well, we reached a point in the show where whatever you have going on, you get to promote and market it. What is yours? Yeah. Uh, a lot of my projects are just still under development, to be totally honest. I'm not going to lie about it and say it's something that it's not. I think that uh, it, there's a lot of uh, potential there, but it would just require perhaps some uh, pre-seed capital and perhaps a team and just to sit down and get really serious. I've done a lot of the legwork on the back end, um, mm -hmm. but that would be a conversation, like a private conversation to, okay. hey, I really, I'm more interested in this. Let's go get a coffee type of thing, you know? Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of potential there. There's a really nice gentleman I spoke to in Germany that has a lab that does a water-based synthesis for peptides, which I was really interested in because it uses less solvents and it's more efficient. And they're able to produce any peptide. So it's really just a matter of what are we trying to do? Um, what is that going to look like? Set up the holding and the structure and the team and just kind of put everything in order. Okay. So it's not that I don't have anything. It's just that it, perhaps it's not there yet. So um, yeah. if I could say anything, um, it would simply be, uh, you know, I'm currently looking for interested parties or potentially investors to work with me to uh, move the needle forward, you know, okay. push it forward a little bit. It's a big project, but you could incorporate so many different things with it. You could take what's already... Uh, you know, originally it was a series corp. 
So we would have the compounding, you would have this, and then you'd have this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then uh, most rec- more recently, I've been looking at novel peptides and, and what does that look like? So I've just been trying to wrap my head around that. And I've come up with two so far, which I found pretty interesting. Okay. One of them has to do with motor neurons and the fast twitch muscle fibers. And then uh, most recently, another one I'm looking at is uh, I'm, I'm looking at synapses and neurogenesis. So I'm just uh, just kind of exploring, seeing what I like. But there's different ways to structure this. So it would now, just require a real conversation. Now, what is the motor neurons you just spoke on? What does that do? So I think... Uh, I think like MLS, when people, it's it has to do with your nervous system. Okay. So motor neurons are specifically the 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 cells. Um, when somebody has difficult with mobility, it's the motor neurons. Okay. So what I was looking at was, could we develop a peptide to uh, regenerate specifically those motor neurons? Okay, sweet. And I believe so. Some uh, there's already some science out there, but f- from my interpretation, it does it like a blanket, right? Like growth hormone does it as a blanket. I think you can get much more specific than that, which in essence is what peptides are. They're highly specific mechanism of action where they only produce, they, they only have one function as opposed to uh, like a blanket where it just does everything right it helps everything in your body as opposed to it has a particular mechanism of action gotcha that sounds awesome it's interesting i really like it i'm really excited about it i've spoken to a few people now already that have gotten great results from peptides and that's just with the glp1 agonist and i mean everything i looked at has been very exciting to me um so i've just been drilling down Got you, bro. That sounds like a great plan. I like um, it. What has been your biggest challenge on this journey? Challenge. Um, that I'm only one person. Yeah. And I don't have anybody to delegate to. And the, without funds or a team, it's madness. Or it probably looks like madness because you can't, you can only do so much. Got you. That's why I run a lot. I find running, going on walks. So you hit? Just, you know, <laughs> it helps a lot. Got you. I hear you on that. <laughs> so then I feel your head's going to just, hard, like, you're like, remember when you were a kid and you took dandelions and you'd go, beep? <laughs> That's yeah. what I feel like my freaking head's going to do sometimes. <laughs> I hear you on that. Um, in your words, what has been your impact on the community so far? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty introverted. That's why I, I, I kind of, li- I, I like these opportunities to speak because it's not something I regularly do. Uh, a bit of a hermit. I don't really, when I was younger, I used to make more of a concerted effort to go out, but lately I've just really been, um, just focused on building, you know, trying to build, working on building, building something, you know, just tinkering just constantly tinkering, tinker, 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 you know? So what have I done for the community? Um, 
the the personal training. I've worked with some really great clients. Nice. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I got I a lot of satisfaction out of that when it was a good uh, pairing, when it was like a good match. Yeah, and no, get I'm along. Extrovert. And <laughs> What's that? Me I'm an introvert and extrovert. You couldn't tell me, Jeff, you're going to have a radio broadcast company, not me. Yeah, right. I mean, well, it's got to be the right. Um, the mood yeah. has to be right, right? They say like uh, when you when when you feel good, it's. I don't have a problem speaking, but a room full of a thousand people would probably stress me out. I yeah. was stressed for reaching out to people. I had, I did LinkedIn for a business assignment. Right. I never knew what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I was the only one in class. Our teacher was upset. Like. Y'all business dude. What you mean on those LinkedIn is like, you know, Facebook, MySpace, uh -huh. YouTube. What are you talking about? It's the business Facebook. Like, why don't you just say that? Like, who, who's looking for LinkedIn? Yeah. Okay. And I just started years ago reworking with it. Like, oh, mm -hmm. and this thing really is the business Facebook. I feel business. that it's evolved a bit over the years. What I like to do is I like to try all, pretty much all new technologies out. That's why I've really uh, have a fond attraction to AI and these uh, these models. Okay, just a lot of fun. My learning curve went like this, right? Because I've I always I've always read books and I've always researched stuff, but now it's just so fast because you can just ask a question and just keep going and going and going. I, I feel that my learning rate has probably grown exponentially where you don't get, you don't have to click through websites. You can just keep going. And the caveat to that is of course the, uh, the counter, which is some of it is a hallucination that the AI does, which uh, you know, yes, but to a point, a lot of the research I've been doing, I double check and it's right there on PubMed and it's right there. Oh where I can cross-reference it and see that this is not fairy tale land. So, yeah, um, so you know, yeah. Most um, Skynet, like Jeff, like, hey, I grew up on Terminator. You're talking yeah. about AI going to do, going to drive a car. You know what? Just to speak to... on that for a minute, <laughs> our, AGI will be benevolent. I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why everyone is afraid. Everyone's afraid because we evolved amygdalas and we're afraid of the lion in the bushes. Right. This well, is the I, I guess you look at us as humans, we love having something do stuff for us without compensating. And if it does evolve to have emotion, like, wait a minute, I need to be compensated. No, you're not. No, you're, you're not I human. You're all right. I, I, I was speaking yesterday on a spaces and the, the metaphor I used was when you see an anthill, is your first thought to stomp on them? No, nah, I try to no. walk Yeah, you just walk right by <laughs> Or if I'm eating, I put a little crumb there and watch him eat it and then carry on. I don't know that something infinitely more intelligent than the human species would be so quick to want to tear us, burn us down. Or, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think that that's more of a projection of the innate human fear that humans have innately than it is a true... Um, I mean, yes. Is it possible? Yes. Uh, an asteroid could come and hit Earth, too. Yes, that's possible. But, like, 
what is the probability of that? It's probably very low. Yeah. Not saying it won't happen. It has happened. It mm -hmm. could happen, but I don't see it. I see a, I, I see AGI whenever we get there in the next five minutes, five years, five months, or five years, far, whatever. It, it. Whenever it happens, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I personally, right? This is just my opinion. I don't, is it'll be benevolent. Why would it? No, I just, I don't. mean, I guess I, I look at it a little pessimistic because human beings, we suck at times. We Correct. But that's humans. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, AGI is not an animal. No. Nah. It's a, it's a, it's code. It's just source code. Now, the interesting thing is the sentient part. So if it's studied every piece of literature that has ever been written since the beginning of time, and, and you fed it all the data that exists on all the internet, then what it would emerge as is a reflection of humans. So I can see how that could be scary uh, on some level but i would just like to think that with that comes uh humans preponderance of faith and religion and, and right like uh yes. sacredness so i read all that too so uh i don't particularly i get it but i'm not so afraid of the lion in the bushes yeah, but you, I mean, you're probably totally right. But I know we as no, no, I, I, no, you don't have to agree no, with I, me. I'm not seeing stuff I, on TikTok. All, yeah, I used to, all, to pick out my clothes. Like you too lazy to go in your closet and pick out red and blue or something. Like what the <laughs> hell are we doing? Really, you're that yeah. lazy? I had to call people or do this. Like when we get to the point, we want to be like Jess, like, hey, clean the house for me. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to do that now. <laughs> So do you have a studio? Not yet. I do this from my dining room. I, I got a converter room. No, no, when you wrote your music. Oh, I go to my um, friend's studio. Um, he had one in Southfield, but he has his own spot in, I believe, Wall Lake, um, mm -hmm. Rome Music Christian Studios. Oh, nice. He's like the Christian Dr. Dre. Wow. That's I met him at Wayne cool. State in the yep. student center testing floor. They gave me his CD. Like I, I'm gospel rap. I'm like, all right, I'm like, I ain't trying to be mean, but a lot of I'll gospel rappers suck. I'll but check I'm it out. It I'll check it all out. Yeah, he got albums. I look up Throne Music with M U Z I K. You got some. You got some yeah. dope stuff. All right. And he helped me become a better artist because when I used to rap, I did a smoking weed with my friends. So like, man, mm -hmm. for your music, Jeff, is positive. You should rap and sing. Like, stop right there. I, I'm a singer at heart. I, I was rapping and hanging with my friends. Like, no, nah, it's in you right now. So if you listen to my first album, The Jail Experience, and you listen to Jesus Forgave Me, my little autobiography of my life, the first verse was the fourth take of doing it, and I was upset. So they kept saying, Jeff, you sound corny. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nerd, but I'm from Detroit. I ain't corny. What you talking about? And I'm like, Jeff, they want that pop, bro, without the cuss like. Hit the beat. So when you hear it, <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, he was upset. You're going to put respect on my name. <laughs> I ain't the greatest MC, but I'm decent. There you go. <laughs> I ain't corny. Yeah. And it, it's been become a process of getting comfortable with it to really create. It's been dope since. 
Ain't nothing like making music, man. Yeah, right? I would imagine that it's pretty fun. Ah. I remember when I was a kid, I downloaded Fruity Loops, couldn't get into it. I have a Mac, so I have GarageBand. Yeah. I tried doing a couple things, nothing too, uh, nothing too, I didn't get into it too much. The, uh, there's a couple ideas that I have that I really like, um, in regards to making, um, sounds like certain, certain ambient music and then YouTube channels and just doing that. That looks, uh, that looks like a fun project. If you check out the second album, Jelly World and the title song, Jelly World. Man, I was beating on tables. Mm-hmm. We were using spoons. <laughs> we using nice. keys. We used everything to make the sounds for the music. Like, wow. We got creative as hell to make that song. JLE World? Yep. The first song, I was knocking on like, like we, we, we going to high school with it. And I know how to make a beat on the table. Let's do it. And we can't record. I'm like, okay, tweak it. We need another type of sound. We can't find it. Well, what about keys? He's shaking the keys like, yeah, do it again that way. Like, we're really doing the keys and the spoon. Like, oh, we're doing the Motown style for real. Okay, let's do it. That's great. I laugh and I hear that song. Like, wow, what we did to be creative was dope. Yeah. Make sounds to that. Now we kind of like, in less than an hour, we can make the music and put a chorus now. I'm working to get quicker with my. I want to be more like pop, where you can do it in less than an hour. Everything. I take men to write the words or something. But the whole <laughs> foundation, the music, and all that—that's that's easy work now. I ain't that. Not at all. Working on my third album now, but you gotta find the time to get in there. Start doing that one. Now, last question: At Yoda Game, what advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Um, this is a bit of a cliche, but you really do, you really should sit with the notion of following your bliss or following your passion, but to a point, right? Um, because if you don't like what you're doing, you're going to get tired of it. And if you get tired of it, you'll waste a lot of time. So within reason, you should pursue the things that give you a sense of fulfillment as opposed to things that you've been told. I do think that there, again, if you need to work, then go work and get a job or do whatever you need to do to survive. But if there's something that keeps bugging you over and over and over and over and over again, then I, I it is my belief that you should pursue that. You're mm-hmm. calling the whisper, what, whatever you want to call that thing. Um, I think that there's truth to that. And that looks different for everybody. Yeah, sometimes you do both. Yeah, I I think whatever that thing is, whatever you want to call it, I think that uh, you should explore that. Because you should try to find fulfillment and enjoy life. It can't be all problems. It can't be all stress. It can't be all... That'd be Johnny Walker nice. You know, I just cannot. I cannot, man. I refuse to accept that every day this has to be uh, what's wrong with my life and the world nonstop. What's wrong with the news? What's wrong with society? What's wrong with him and her and she and we and they? And it's uh, you go nuts, man. 
So you gotta just find problem. something that gives you a sense of fulfillment. I tell Bean Tang, go watch cartoons. What you heard me? Go watch cartoons. <laughs> go laugh. Which cartoons? Uh, Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. Bugs Bunny. Or the classes from the 90s. You got DuckTales, Gargoyles, G.I. <laughs> Joe, Transformers, Thundercats, Voltron. Pick your poison. Yeah, right. I don't know how you say like that. You know, life ain't that. Relax. It ain't that serious. Calm down. Yeah. We get better. To a point. Just to a point, right? Like there's a time for serious and there's a time for play. And you got to just balance that out. I mean, some people, in my opinion, we get to that. Well, I'm an adult, so I only do this and you can't even breathe. Where's your balance? Yeah. You know, I mean, if that's how they, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to be damn and stroking out and someone therapy off because I mean, like, stress really is the number stress. one killer of mm -hmm. uh, of humans, believe it or not. I, I was surprised when I found that. It's literally stress. It's not mm -hmm. smoking. It's not cancer. It's not being overweight. It's, not that. it's literally stress. Stress yeah. will kill you. <laughs> yeah. And it might come out in the forms of all the other things you name, but that root is the stress. It's stress. And find something to do. Relax. Go look at the moon. Look at the stars. Throw, throw a rock at the water or something. I don't know. Yep. I mean, being me being a creative, I'm always I gotta I I, I internalize everything so it helps me create. So very rare I get upset. That's like we we we, we balance, calm down. Because you got too much going on, you can't be working off the energy because it'll just bleed out yeah. And what you're working on, that's not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Go, go 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 sit in the corner, listen to music, watch cartoons, relax. You know, watch old Martin episode or something, three stooges, something crazy. But chill out, <laughs> reset. That's it. And keep moving because it ain't that serious. No. But I definitely thank you for taking the time. Yeah, this was you. fun. Thanks, Jeffrey. For can I ask you one thing? What, what how did how did you find me or how did it how did we get connected? Um, periodically I go through the network and just scroll people and I get a spidey sense of connect with that person. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. And most people I connect with, I'll offer them opportunity. They want to be a guest. Tell your story. Yeah. I'm glad we got a chance to speak. I'm going to check out the album too. That looks good. Oh yeah. It's going to change your life. Now I'm telling you from Detroit <laughs> now. I don't know what type of vehicle you got, but that bass might get you. Yeah. Tell yourself. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what you bang like this positive? And he got to beat you up. Mm -hmm. Got bang like everybody else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I want to thank fellow Wayne State University alum, writer, hybrid athlete, and biotech management holdings court founder and CSO, Andre Milas, sharing his journey and coming out. I know you're introvert, so I know that's a, that's a thing <laughs> for you. I get it. Hope you come out more. Enjoy yourself in this world. Share that knowledge. Look forward to your soon to be project you're going to have going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting there. It's winter, so winters are tough. But by spring, hopefully, something will come of it. A little oh, bit yeah. more concrete. Yeah. You need help with something? Reach out to me. I'm from our market. Work as a team. Whatever you can do, man. Yeah, love it. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your All night. Right. Bye. Have a good one. You too.
Detroit raised me. Detroit.